Faith with Nael Pondwana, 7 to 8 p.m. Exactly five minutes after seven. Good evening and welcome. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Naya Lupondwana, here on SFM, leading the conversation. We're together until eight o'clock. Let's begin. We are asking the question for tonight Is religion losing its influence in the world? Is religion losing its influence? In the world to tackle this question, we do have three guests who will be giving us some perspective, but you do understand that religion, while it is practiced the world over, it does not seem to be having its way around the world's people. Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Judaism, Baha'i, any of these faiths, while they are practiced all around the world, they do not seem to have the influence that they're supposed to have to the extent that their way becomes the way. The most populous and populated religion in the world, Christianity, while it has its scriptures, it does not seem to be able to influence the world to follow its way. The second fastest growing religion in the world, Islam. While it is growing phenomenally, it doesn't seem to be able to be able to convince people to make things, to do things their way. Even Christians themselves or Muslims themselves, while they attach themselves to those faiths, they don't always act as influenced by their faiths. You do find these very worrisome debates of good Christians and bad Christians, good Muslims and bad Muslims, good Jews and bad Jews, almost as though to say, whilst I am a Jew, but my Judaism does not influence my way of life. While I'm a Christian, my Christianity doesn't influence the way of my way of life. While I'm a Muslim, my Islam does not influence my way of life, which is why we're asking the question, is religion losing its way of life, its influence in the world? The biggest influence is this world over it's the entertainment industry, social media, and then you find that religion has its way third there. But biggest influencers are the entertainment industry. Is religion losing its influence in the world? You're listening to SFM. This is Facts of Faith. I am Nayelu Pondwana. Let's begin. To all you dreamers, seekers and achievers, get ready to tell us what careers you envisage yourself doing in the future. Are you tech-savvy, arty or a gutsy entrepreneur? Made in SA is making its way back onto your screen. For a chance to be profiled on the show on SABC3, like our Facebook page at madeinessay.tv and inbox a short bio. SABC Education, enriching minds, enriching lives. 
In the left corner, lazy like a snake. For consultations, he goes to fly by night. In the right corner, sharp like a knife. He goes to Men's Clinic International. At Men's Clinic International, we help men with their most personal problems. SMS help to 32110 or send a please call me to 072-315-2574. T's and C's apply. SMS cost one rand. Naye Lupondwana on SAFM. Let me introduce you to our guests for tonight. In no particular order, we do have Ashwin Trikamji, president of the Hindu Mahasabha. Good evening to Ashwin. Thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Hi, good, good evening, Naye, my brother, and compliments of the season to you and to all your listeners. Thank you very much, sir. You're way too kind. And by the way, Ashwin Trikamji is no stranger to the program. He's a constant contributor to our contribute to our debates, conversations. Also, we do have another regular to our conversations, Ross Tautau Haramanuba, president of the Rastafari United Front. Ross Tautau, good evening to you and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, Brother Naye, and honorable guest and the listeners of SAFM. Compliments of the new season, and thank you again for inviting us. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Also, we do have uh, this is the second time we're having her, um, uh, uh, Ms. Ipiling Tihalelia. Am I reading that correctly, Ms. Ipiling Tihalelia Mutusi, an African Hebrew, currently studying Hebrew Israelite faith? She joins us once again here in the studio. Good evening to you, madam, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, Nale. Good evening, the viewers at uh, the listeners at home. Good evening, everyone. Yeah. So we are having this conversation with these three particular guests. That effectively means they are going to be leading our conversation. I'd love to inf- influence you. I'd love to beg with you to dial right now. Do not wait up until the end of the program. The tendency is we want to call in at 15 minutes to, and by then we are having responses from our guests and parting shots, almost unable to take your views. It would be very helpful to hear and to get your contributions from the beginning of the conversation so that they can deal with them and tackle them as, as we begin the program. That's it. Let's get down to it. All right, we're going to begin with uh, our guest in the studio, Ms. Ipiling uh, Tihalelia. Uh, that's a Hebrew name you said, right? <laughs> okay. uh, uh, is religion losing its influence in the world? Yes, it is. It's losing its influence in the world because um, what we need to take into consideration is that um, Yah gave Israel the Torah to live by. The Torah is a culture. It's a way of life. It addresses all issues of life of a particular um, community or society. Now, um, when somebody else come up with something and try to modify the original um, way of life, there arises problems. Um, When you look into the Torah, it's more focused on addressing the problems and it's all about everybody doing their part it's not about everybody praying about something everybody wishing somebody something but it's about me 
doing my part by being obedient to the Torah. Yeah. But when we come to religion, in most cases, it's issues of beliefs. You know, I believe, I believe, then because I believe, then something should happen. And um, as a result, it, it does lose its, 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 its um, relevance in the world because um, people have been holding on to hopes and now reality is hitting people. And what, people, what reality is that, that that's causing people to... Rea- reality is that um, I'll be hoping that one day things will be right. And um, it's one generation from one generation to another, you know. And then um, evil is growing. And then righteousness is dying. Now, um, you know, we need to go back to the um, crossroads, seek the old path, uh, where good life is, and walk it, as Jeremiah 6.16 has said. Um, I want you to take into consideration that my source, I'll be focused on the Torah and the Tanakh, um, because in the midst of confusion that we are in, um, the best way, if you want to find a solution to any problem, is to try to go back to the roots and try to do comparison study and say what was and what is, and what was the way of life then and what is the way of life now. Um, hence, I'm saying to you, it's about time you go back to the crossroads, seek the old path where good life is. And the old path is and the Torah and the Tanakh. The Torah. As I said, it's a culture, it's a way of life. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll, we'll chew on that. But from your perspective, is religion losing its influence in the world? Uh, give, uh, give thanks, Brother Naya and the honorable guest. Uh, religion as a phenomena is a set of rules, regulations, and rituals created by humans or by men. Now, religion in that aspect is dependent on interpretation. So, hence we see every year, probably even now, with most of what we've been seeing, people eating grass, people eating this. So, its influence lies in its interpretation. But is it losing that influence? Sorry? Is religion losing its influence? No, it's not losing its influence. Its influence, it keeps metamorphosizing into different shapes and forms according to different ages and time and space. Okay. It's not losing its influence. It is, it is just continuing to grow more and more in diverse ways. Okay. All right. Let's bring in uh, Ashwin Trikamji. From your perspective, sir, um, is religion losing its influence in the world? Uh, yes and no. Well, let me start off with my perspective. I think religion per se is not losing its influence, but it's the kind of influence that that it had in the past that seems to be somewhat waning. Uh, you know, when we look at uh, religion uh, per se, we always look at the positive side of religion, how it affects our lives, how it controls our lives, how it should put us on a righteous path, and so on and so on, all the different teachings of the scriptures. But that kind of influence seems to now be being lost because of the advent of what I call modern-day, I don't want to use the word uh, uh, religious leaders, I just say there's modern-day approach to religion, which is completely, completely different. It is far more uh, uh, critical. It is far more exhaustive in its in, in its analysis of what religion is all about. And from that point of view, religion no longer controls people's lives as it did in a simple form. There is definitely a shift. And the shift now is for a better understanding. 
coupled with this, there's some level of confusion which has come about because you have the advent of of uh, mavericks in all religions in the world who come in, who are coming in with all kinds of modern approaches, and those modern approaches are creating confusion like hell, and in the process, it is diluting the, the effect of religion. So yes, on that point of view, I'd say religion is per se losing its effect the way it had in the past. All right. Uh, so your answer is yes, it is losing its influence. Is that your direct answer? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I want us to chew on what you guys are saying. I'm going to begin with our, our guest here in the studio, Ipiling. When you're saying yes, it is losing its influence, why then does it seem to keep on as people grow, so do religions or adherence to these religions continue to grow in spite of the fact that you're suggesting it is losing its influence? What's going on there? Um, it is. It looks like it's, it's growing. Well, the but, numbers um, tell that. It doesn't just look like it. That's yeah, what okay. the numbers it, 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 it is. It is growing, but I believe it's, it looks like it's growing. But um, when you when you take a deeper look into the reality and you engage with people and converse with them, you realize that people are, are losing the, the excitement that they used to have over. And that is why I'm saying, yes, it is. It might not be showing now, but um, in the future it will definitely show. Because, um, like I said, when you engage with people and you learn that um, people are no longer excited and fulfilled, actually the right word is fulfilled, by um, whatever that used to excite them and fulfill them, and in most cases, you find people seeking um, the better truth. And that is why um, you go to different churches, you find so many conflicts. You know, from one church to another, there's so many conflicts. Because right. whatever that is there is not helpful. All right. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I want us to just tackle a few things that you said. You said people must go back to the old path. You're implying Can- that people had left that old path. People who read the scriptures that you read have never left those scriptures. Quite frankly, every other weekend, if not all weekends, people go and attend congregations where they'll be told, given that very same path they have been given since it was written down. It seems as though in spite of it all, nothing changes. The numbers of people calling themselves uh, followers of the way don't dwindle. But the actual way, it's not followed. What is going on? We'll come back and give you the opportunity to respond to that when we come back. Batung Tandi, how have you been? Oh, here it's been really bad. I'm still trying to get help for Tabu. We finally got the help we needed at Men's Clinic International. Lucky you. At Men's Clinic International. We help men with their most personal problems. SMS help to 32110 or send a please call me to 072-315-2574. T's and C's apply. SMS cost one rand. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith. Welcome back and thank you very much for sticking around. You're still listening to the... Oh, yes, the headspace. Listen to Facts of Faith. It's a Sunday. We're dealing with matters of faith tonight. So, uh, the old path 
why do you call it even call it the old path? Because it it's always been there. People are still using it. All people who read your scriptures still quote it today. And they, that hasn't changed their way of life. They're still as well, disassociated from their lives as they've always been. They call themselves followers of this text, but they don't actually follow the text. So what do you mean? Go back to the old text. It hasn't changed anything. Yes, but it is the old path. It's the foundational um, root. It's, not, it's nothing new. And then um, the other challenge that we have is that um, the book of Proverbs says, Get knowledge. And in the getting, get um, understanding. Now, there's a difference between um, knowing something and understanding. So is when we when we read. There's a difference between informing and or hearing what the word says. And that is some of the things that causes confusion. When you go and I might read the same scripture as you, but then um, if I want to inform the scripture what it says. Instead of listening to what it says and follow it, you know, that creates two different um, interpretation. And that is confusion. And of which is one of the challenges. Because I'm not sure I follow. I think I've lost you from the very word go. People are reading the text and still they're not following it. And your answer to that is? But my answer is that we read and then we interpret, we justify. Instead of listening to what it's saying. And just being so obedient everyone, and following. Everyone in this world since it, the time of its writing uh, uh, have that very same problem? Is that what you're suggesting? Most of us, we've got the problem. Remember the time that we are living at. Um, we've been exposed. I mean, like growing up in most cases, we find things in a certain way and we thought that this is the way of life. Man, you know, even when we reason, we reason by saying this is life. It has been like this. So what? And now, but when you start to when you yield and you start to do um, comparative study and you do interrogation and I, you Ipling, you're, 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 you're prevaricating there. Let's go back to times where there was no interpretation. The word came straight from the prophet to the people, from the people to the prophet and to, to God. Still people did not follow the way. Typical, famous example, people come and they demand some things from Moses. Moses goes and speaks to God. God gives him a directive and he gives and give them a clear directive. Still, there was the, the stubbornness away. of heart, you know. Oh, people will always, as well. the, the stubbornness of heart, and people will always love um, things that are not accordingly, you know. If I may put it that way, we, we will lo love evil things in a way, you know. We will choose to. Remember, I says that I, I put before you life and death. I urge you to choose life, but it's entirely up to you what you choose then. So, we are given the way of life. It's like when you give your child instruction and you say, my child, do not touch the hot pot. It will burn you. Then the child decides to touch the hot pot. The child will burn. But the child will learn from that. Well, if you read your scriptures, they never learned. No, they right, learned. Right up until the book of Revelation, they are still being warned. Go walk away from Babylon, my people. From the book of Genesis, right up in Revelation, these are people who go in and out of this relationship with this God of theirs. From the very word go, up until the last word of Revelation. I'm not quite sure no, what you're people, talking um, about. I think maybe what you also need to understand is that everybody has a special uh, individual relationship with Yah. You know, it's not like it's a collective or it's an event, rather, let me use the word. It's not an event that's going to happen over a particular day. So everybody's going through their cycle in different levels. 
So some will learn and some will change. And that is why it's, it's very dangerous to identify somebody by how you knew them yesterday. Okay. So there are those people who heard, who heard and they repented. And even when you read through the Torah and the Tanakh, every time Israel, when the Torah was read to them, they repented and their problems were minimized. They lived in peace and harmony. But every time they, they forgot and went back to their rebellions and then their trouble started again. That is the cycle that has been there. Okay. You know, you remember when the book of law so was found and then... Th- th- that's what I'm trying to get at. That So it is not necessarily the influence of religion over people. People are not necessarily influenced. Is that what you're saying now? That people are not influenced by religion. They are influenced by their own desires, their own will. And at some point you cited stubbornness. So Re- you're, you're actually saying that. That's remember what you when mean, you yeah? feed... Um, remember when you go back to the uh, Genesis, the story of, of, of Genesis... Um, the, dece- the, the, the deceiver, when, they dece- when he deceived Eve, he brought new knowledge, new information, and he started reasoning things from what, another what, perspective. What new knowledge did, did um, the deceiver bring? What it says is that he, he said to him, did God say to you that um, he should not eat from the tree? No, he didn't say that. That was not new knowledge. No, no, no. Remember, initially, what you told Adam, it was that they should not feed from a particular tree. And he was merely questioning it, not introducing new knowledge. No. It was introduction of something else because now... Which is what? What was the new thing that he was introducing? He started um, questioning if if, if Yah said that it should be... Yeah. If Yah said that they should feed from the tree. Yeah. And after that, he started reasoning with Eve. And if the scripture says that if looked at the, 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 the fruit and she saw it enticing. Now, when you get a different knowledge from the original knowledge, it looks enticing. It, 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 it looks nice. It's, you know, it's something that's delightful. Okay. And that is how we end up with religions and new information and etc. etc. With respect, in the case of what you've just quoted right now, that was not information. It was merely questioning the information that was already there. Did God really say? That's what he said. Uh, unless perhaps as there's something else that you'd like to introduce to our conversation. Let's, let's bring in okay. Ras Tau Tau Ramanuba. Ras, <laughs> you're saying that it, it morphs from shape to shape, from type to type, from way to way. Uh, what exactly does that mean? Ras? Do we have Ras on the line? Sorry? Ah, say that again, Ras. I say, remember, Moses was not practicing Judaism. Christ was not a Christian. So these institutions were created by the people who were interpreting the way. And from that beginning, when the way gets to be institutionalized, when you institutionalize spirituality, you come up with a religion. So when this uh, way, which is supposed to be a spiritual way, given to mortals or human beings, was institutionalized, subjected to interpretation throughout every epoch. Colonialism, slavery, apartheid, uh, right-wingism. Today, for you to say you want to be a president of the most powerful nation on earth, America, one of the things you have to declare is to show that you belong to, you are a religious person. There was a debate about Obama being a Christian or a Muslim. So now, this particular influence... uh, which is entirely dependent on individuals, institutions, 
adherence, denominations, and so forth. It is in the heart of religion itself, the very uh, beginning of institutionalizing spirituality, the creation of rules, regulations, and rituals to try to manage, monitor, or implement the way. So to even talk about the old religion, the old ways, and there is nothing fundamentally different about human beings. You can study the past 200 to 3,000 uh, 2000 to 3, years back. We'll find that there's nothing fundamentally different. There was never any time when they behaved in any way that is required by their own. Russ, help uh, me understand. You're also reiterating the issue of interpretation, which somewhat is problematic for me. And I need you to solve the problem for me kindly. When you are suggesting that it's a matter of interpretation, we have this Jewish boy, uh, Yeshua or Isa or Jesus or whatever you want to call him, who comes and becomes this authority during his time. He's Jewish, but is teaching a way that is different to what Jews have been teaching. Question. Those who claim to be following him, why are they not following him? He, who was a Jew, born as a Jew, circumcised as a Jew, raised as a Jew, trained as a Jew, but did not follow Judaism. What is going on? It is also the issue of interpretation because remember when Yahshua was preaching, you had three main institutions that is in op- that was in opposition with his interpretation of Judaism: uh, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes. So they were fundamentally uh, different with him uh, to the point of some condemning to heretism. But also that is explaining today that why the Jews, as we know them, the Jews, whether the Ashkenazi or the Khazars, they don't follow Yahshua. But the Christians follow Yahshua. So it's a Jew who is followed by Christians or worshipped by Christians. It is also based on interpretation, and the larger part of that is Apostle Paul, who wrote the most books in the New Testament, about 18 epistles in the New Testament, which basically most of these are the, inter- the Pauline interpretations. So that creates this particular adherence that is also diversified in a form of denominations, sectors, cult, extreme groups, and so forth. So again, it still boils down to how people interpret these things. That is why there are theology colleges where people are taught. I went to Ethiopia between 2004 and 2006. I was given a scholarship with the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. So there is a part where they say, for you, before you can say anything about the Bible, you must go to school for four years to study interpretation. They call them the Tergum or the Terguame in Geizi. And then you must do the four years also for Old Testament, because the Bible is not written in the layman's language. It is based on metaphors, similes, allegories, and so forth. When they say Christ walk on top of the water, they give an interpretation that the water is the people. Walking on top of the water, it means his spiritual elevation and height was higher than the usual and normal people. So they are speaking in parables, in metaphors which when you take them, which are mainly Semitic and Judaic uh, Judaic or Jewish, when you take them and you apply them to other nations like the Africans, who also have their own metaphors, similes, parables, and so forth, you are definitely going to derive to another type of interpretation. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Ashram Trikimji. Uh, I, I, I'm really worried that um, we're talking about uh, institutions that don't seem to have a grip and yet they still have a following. Um, is it possible that perhaps uh, as a people 
we are merely associating ourselves for purposes of association, not for purposes of assimilation. I con- concur with you completely. That is, that is precisely what is happening in the world. Uh, like I said when I uh, when I uh, gave my my take on 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 the topic, is religion lose? I think the topic is religion losing its influence on the world. Yeah. And and the question is, if, if you know, if you look around the world and see what is happening, where is the religion uh, taking effect? in trying to put right what is wrong. It, uh, you, you don't see it happening anymore. Uh, there are leaders of, of, uh, of communities, there are leaders of countries, there are leaders of nations who completely ignore the principles of religion that we have followed steadfastly all our lives, sometimes blindly as well. Uh, there is absolutely no reference to religion anymore. And, and and in some instances, uh, one one can't help but think that there's a blatant disregard for religious principles. So that on that basis, I you know I argued earlier on that certainly religion seems to be losing its influence in the world. And then taking it further in everyday life, you find that more and more people are now intellectually examining scriptures intellectually analyzing and asking questions about scriptures. And in the process, they are moving away from the influence of religion as it was in the past. And that is why I I feel very strongly that, yes, the the influence of religion is waning. Mm. And, uh, and, and, And doesn't mean that people go to church every week or go to mosque every week or go to temple or go to the synagogue. That That makes them religious. You know, there are a whole host of reasons why people are attending uh, places of worship these mm. days, because places of worship these days have a very strong uh, attraction. Right? And and my my view is that that, doesn't, that must not be interpreted as meaning that people are religious. Yeah. People right. go to these places for a reason. All right. I want to take some voice notes for those of you who sent your voice notes. And uh, I want to... This is the time that you can send your calls through to the studio, 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207. To all three of you, when we come back from the uh, voice notes, we have a, quite a number of them, uh, we can come back. And the question I want you to respond to now is, is it possible that perhaps uh, religion has never had an influence on people? It was like an ATM. People go to it as and when they want something from it. And then they leave. Is it possible that religion, from the very onset, it never had influence of pe- on people? It is people who would go to it as and when they need, just like an ATM. Let's go to the voice notes, Sylvester. Hi, Nayan South Africans. Good question indeed. And, um, you know, it's a prophetic question. Um, my, my point will be um, people cannot be forced to accept God and to me I take this as the the sifting times and in the sifting times it depends on the individual whether he wants to accept the gospel or not sifting times good question indeed but sifting times you know heaven will be determined uh, by those who will during the sifting times will stand thank you sifting times eddie okay 
sifting times. When did these times of sifting begin? It seems as though from the days of Nebuchadnezzar, he was sifted, weighed and found wanting. Even before then, sifting has been happening. Why are we calling these times sifting times, Eddie? Call Ed. I'd like to hear. I'd like to engage you on this uh, 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 sifting times uh, phenomenon. The next one, Sylvester. Good evening, Mr. Lupondo, and in the studio, and your guest is very, of course, so cool in Richards Bay. You know, this thing of religion, sometimes it becomes a problem. As you're saying, this Muslim is like coming up every time. It's because they did not lose their own thing, which is their religion. And the population is increasing. As the population is increasing, it's getting spread all over the world. So we will get exposed to their religion. But as to us as Africans, we we look down to our own things. There's a reason why most of the Africans we hear them saying they are Christian, they are Christians. But we don't have Christianity in our religion as Africans. We have our own. Thank you, Ms. Lupondo. I'm not quite sure if that was speaking to what we're talking about. I could have missed it. Uh, but we're trying to get the question answered. Is religion losing its influence in the world? The next one, Sylvester. Good evening, Naye. A lot of religious people, I mean, uh, all kind of faith, I mean, really, some of them are losing, I mean, the moral or, or they associate with the, those who are financially stable and the rich people, I mean, I'm talking those who are leading the, the prey, all, all kind of the, what do you call the religion, realities, I mean, because some of them are good, but some of them, they are part of material and, and they, it's uh, who you are and what you have and what you possess, I mean, that's a reality, really. Mr. Malim Mwembek, thank you. All right, thank you very much, Malim. The next one, Sylvester? The fact that it grows, it doesn't mean that it still has the influence. Because okay. if you look at um, good business, uh, when you have a proper brand that is well known and has a market, the, it will always make sales, it will always have followers, even if it doesn't produce authentic products so that's why you always find people still going to church and uh, being interested in it because it's a business that is ongoing and well branded okay <laughs> interesting analogy there i'm not quite sure if it applies but i think i get your point that while people would want to grow and be part of that it doesn't mean mean what 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 did you say it doesn't produce authentic products Okay, if I understand you well. The next one, Sylvester. Good evening, Naya. Mm. The issue for me here to discuss is the effect of atheism and secular humanism on Christianity, especially in the West, where the numbers have dwindled, especially in Europe, to almost zero. In America, uh, there's a huge battle going on as we speak, and it's been going on for decades now between secular humanism and atheism on the one hand, and, and and conservative Christianity on the other end and and I see this battle even raging in South Africa underneath and that's that's the real issue for me secular humanism and atheism versus uh, if I should say Christianity ah so we can pick up from what you're saying that you are a Christian as you're calling others circular okay I would have loved to engage you because there's lots of what you're saying there that I'd like to understand just a little bit better. And you're suggesting that a better question is the influence of secular humanism on Christianity. Why? Why should everything revolve around Christianity, sir? But hey, it's a, just a voice note. The next one, Sylvester. 
Evening, Nye, and your guests. I believe that religion has lost its influence due to the fact that it has, in a way, been it has been, in a way, diluted by politics, and also a lot of people have suffered because of atrocities that have, in a way, been influenced by by religion. Hence, the existence of terms like holy war. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. <laughs> Holy war. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back. We're going to come back. We'll give our guests an opportunity to respond to all of these voice notes. I'm hoping, uh, gentlemen and lady, you heard the voice notes. Then you'll give your responses shortly after this. The 2020 Sandmates is coming this year's theme African Luxury Visionaries stand a chance to win the grand prize of a two-night stay at the exclusive Table Bay Hotel with flights, accommodation and VVIP tickets to the Sandmate Lounge Marquee are included. Upload a video of yourself telling us how stylish you are using the hashtag SABC3MyStageMyVision to stand a chance to win the ultimate VVIP experience at Africa's richest race day. What's not to love about skill on skill? Who will show who their number when Matatanta Pitori meet with Abafana Best Hand? All of that skill along with drama, goals, world-class commentary, sensational flair, atmosphere and unrivaled passion will be on this weekend. Catch Golden Arrows take on Super Sport United in your language of choice at 3pm this Saturday live on SABC1 and SABC radio stations. We love it here. Brought to you by SABC Sport. All right, we're going to begin with Ashton Trikamji. You heard the voice notes. Your responses, sir. Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. All right, I'd like to hear your responses to the voice notes. Yeah, well, some of those voice notes were quite uh, gentle comments on, on, on the issue, either agreeing or disagreeing, and I didn't quite follow some of them. But I think they were just comments made from people who were making some, not a critical analysis as we're trying to do this, this evening. Mm. Uh, and, and in some instances, my view is that, yes, uh, there, 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 there is that kind of feeling that because we still do the things as we did things in the past, we are, the, we are still very religious. And my view is, no, it's not. Uh, there's too much of, of, uh, of, uh, uh, regimented practices that are going on, but that does not mean that the, the influence that religion had 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years ago is the same as it is now in 2020. I still hold a very strong view that there, there definitely there is a change towards religion, and the change is, 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 is partly caused by uh, economic factors. More importantly, people are asking questions which were never ever, shall I say, even permitted to be asked in the past about religion, about scriptures. Why do they say this? Why should I practice this? Why should I go to church? Why should I go to temple? Why should I go to the mosque? Why, why must I do all these things? Or why must I even believe in God? Can you show me? These are the type of uh, conversations that you come across today. And to me, that is a clear statement that the influence that religion had in our lives, where it completely dictated the way we lived and the way we acted, is no longer there. And I'd like somebody to really tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, Rasta Tau? Uh, thank you again, Brother Nai, and the listeners of uh, FAFM. Well, most of the comments, those voice notes, 
were motivating the the idea that religion is losing its influence uh, by placing different value judgments that like yes it is growing but it is not yielding some uh, I can remember Good what I said again but you did repeat that mm. so it's one of uh, the evidence but the reality is uh, human beings ability to create religion out of everything is uh, one of the mainstay that will always be there now we can't talk of a we can't talk of or you can't talk of a, a growth without an influence. If we note a growth, a growth is a result of the influence. People are influenced into that particular belief system. That's right. So therefore, it creates and motivates a growth of it that we can statistically say Christianity is the most growing and so forth. Mm. As, uh, you also alluded uh, in your opening statement. So now that the people use religion as ATM, they are going to always use religion as an ATM. <laughs> yeah. religion, is, religion is one of their social constructs. Yeah. It's one of the things that they do, they do. So now to answer that question of why people seem to be using religion as an ATM, the answer is very uh, straight to it. It requires one for religion to uh, have a subjective view of itself. It has to look at itself critically and apply critical consciousness to itself, not just an obedient theology. Now, that will be us coming from a premise that in the beginning, human beings created God in their own image and their own likeness. Yeah. What is their mean likeness, mean image, and so forth? And it is manifested in a, a different ways of how they interpret and apply this. Yeah. So they establish these rules. And they will twist them to their own influence. Today, people have moved from salvation religion to uh, um, what they call, I forget the name now, it was on my head, but it's about this economic religion that have us to have programs like uh, Preachers of LA. Yeah, (laughs) prosperity gospel. (laughs) Yes, yes, so it has gotten so much influence into the mainstream. Artists, you are talking about entertainers. Most entertainers, they profess to be religious. And then when it morphs now, when people start to say they are no more religious, religious, they are spiritual, but that is religion in a different way. People are talking about belief in ancestors. Ancestors is not something that you believe in. It's a knowledge system. You exist because they existed. So it's what you know. Either you know that or you don't know that, but it is like that. It's not something... So people now are going even into Kemet, uh, the African Americans, the Africans at home who carry anks around their necks, Kemetology, uh, Black Hebrewism and so forth. They are still using religious mindset to interpret these other institutions, whether they be spiritual institution or conscious or the woke group, yeah. but their interpretation is still fundamentally religious. So it shows the mainstay and influence of religion as it keeps on metamorphosizing and taking different shapes. That it has a strong stranglehold in the mind of the people. There was a saying that was said that uh, we Africans, the only thing we got in right is religion. We build mega churches in America, but when it comes to government, economics, uh, any other spheres of social existence we seems not to be doing very well we we are corrupt and so forth now when you look at these different uh, shapes uh, the chinese president and i think putin also they made these critical statements that we are doing rounds in the social media and what they talk about is that we seems to mess up everything but religion that we seems uh, all of all that we got from colonialism and slavery 
we hold on, we reject everything, but we still hold on to Christianity that was given to us by colonizers and enslavers. So right. now there are so much illusions that are keep on motivating the fact that religious influence will keep on growing and taking different shapes. All right, hold the thought. I want to take another break and then we'll come back and give our guests in the studio an opportunity to breathe on the responses or give responses rather to our voice notes and then take some calls. Those of you putting some calls through the studio, uh, we're going to take them when we come back. Stand by. Be there for the bouncers and the prize, the catches and the catch-ups, and much more this festive season. Be there for the Standard Bank Proteas and inspire Protea fire at every stadium, grocery bank, lounge, kitchen and backyard as our national team takes on England in the 2019-2020 Summer Series. Be there and book your tickets now at ticketpro.co.za. In Focus this Sunday has the time come for SAA's wings to be clipped. On Tuesday, several SAA flights were cancelled to conserve cash. The airline has cash flow problems because it has not received the promised 2 billion rand in funding from government. But is there still hope and can SAA be rescued or should it close its doors? Focus, incisive and insightful. Sunday evening at 6, only on SABC2. Hashtag SAFM, Facts of Faith. All right, let's give you an opportunity to breathe on the uh, voice notes as well. Go ahead, madam. What did you hear and what's your response to them? Um, yeah, I believe that it was general comments. Um, but um, what I would love to, 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 to bring to the attention is that um, the formula is one. It's either we are obedient to the principles that govern and we're in harmony with the universe, or we rebel and we're not. Now, what I need us to take into consideration is that Israel was never given religion, but was given a Torah, a way of life. Now, Given that by whom? By Yah. They have never spoken to Yah. It is Moses who spoke, who spoke allegedly to Yah, right? And he instructed that it's, it's passed on to. Correct. So Ken. they got it from Moses. Cain. Now... Is, is, do we agree that we they agree got it from, from Moses? Yes, we agree on that. Yeah, so okay. we cannot say that they got it from Yah. They got it from Moses, and Moses alleges he got it from Yah. We don't know that. He never gave us any evidence. Do you have evidence that he really got it from Yah? It is evident. It is written. And whatever that... I can Moses write it now. Does it mean that if I write something, therefore I got it from Yah? Then are you alleging that Yah is not alive? I am, not I am alleging that we don't have any evidence, evidence that to Moses, prove that Moses really got that from Yah. Then the, the history of the Israelites yeah. will tell you that. Tell me what? Will be evident. Because they witnessed a lot of things. Remember, it's not only what Moses said. At some point, Yah spoke to Israel. Um, Exodus 19, when they were to um, prepare themselves, they heard Yah. And they said to Moses... No, they didn't hear Yah. They heard thunder and lightning. And they said, we do not, if that is God speaking, we don't want to hear it. You speak to him. When you read there, it says they heard thunder and lightning. They saw lightning and that caused them to fear. And they said to Moses, no, no, you talk to him. We don't want to talk to him. They could never... That, none that of is them their experience yeah. then. Yeah. And that is how they related it. 
and that is what informs their culture and that is what informs their way of life. But thunder and, and lightning still happens it's today. Like, we cannot say they that do, because but of thunder is it and in the same way? Is it in the same way? It's not in the same thunder way. Thunder and whatever. lightning is thunder and lightning, ma'am. No, you cannot say that. Whatever that happens to me now, yeah. my experience, I will relate it to you how it happened and it becomes our way of life. So we do acknowledge that this is religion because we're interpreting natural phenomena to be divine inter- in, in interaction. It is not religion. It is a way of life. It's a culture. How is thunder a culture, ma'am? Thunder and lightning is not culture. It's a natural No, I think you're contradicting questions here. You're asking this, then you're moving to that. No, I'm trying to understand what you mean when you're saying, first and foremost, this is not a religion. It is religion because this is something that they got from Moses. And you said, no, they got it from Yah. And I said, we don't have any evidence that he got it from Yah. They never, you said they got it from Yah. I said they they are history. They had their experience. They relate. Whatever that your experience is, you're going to relate it to your children. And that, is, they, 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 that they will relate to their children. And that is religion. And that is how information has always been preserved in African culture. You pass information to others. This is what I experienced. This is what happened. And it, it's passed on from one generation to another. Now, um, somebody, could, if he comes back later and on and say that, um, where is it written? You know, to be quite honest, when you look back into the African culture, um, in most cases, information was passed on verbally. Through sitting around in the evening, around the fire, through, you know, education is progress, you know. So everything we're, we're was... We're digressing with respect. Uh, we're, we're digressing. We need, we need to come back. I want to take some calls for you. I want to go to Durban. We do have Anonymous in Durban. Good evening, Anonymous. Anonymous, are you there? Yes, good evening. Can you hear me? Can give me time to Hello? Yes, go ahead, Anonymous. Okay, good evening to you and your guests. And mm. I want to say, you know, we people have been led astray. And you know why? Mm. Because we have a lot of... Uh, uh, our lifestyle has totally changed um, due to modern uh, facilities, modern equipments, and uh, we have been led astray, and we no longer feel... Led astray uh, by whom? Who, who led us astray? No, we led, we led ourselves astray. Okay. We lead ourselves astray because we, we, uh, we have the lust for greed, we have uh, the lust uh, for the um, uh, luxurious lifestyle, and modern facilities, modern equipments, and all these modern facilities that come, that, uh, and we also uh, uh, do the wrong things by being uh, with alcohol and drugs and all sorts of things, that we ourselves are leading ourselves astray. And that's why we are no longer becoming God-fearing people. But but the question is, is religion losing its influence on yes, us? Yes, religion is losing its influence with all, all these modern facilities. Did, it, it, uh, did re- it ever have this influence, madam? No, not in my life. I choose, I, I in choose any what life. I choose. In, in any life, did it ever? Because all these things that you're highlighting, entertainment, luxury, uh, intoxication, and all of these things you just mentioned right now, yes. they've yes. always been since time immemorial. Yeah, but the, but at that time people felt for God. As Mr. Tikamji mentioned, people felt for God then. Now people don't feel for God anymore. They're mean? not what that it, people what, what, anymore. What does it mean uh, to feel uh, for when, God? Uh, when there was not drugs as much as it was today, not like coming from other countries and uh, take uh, from one country to the other. It wasn't like that before. Maybe people just smoked some marijuana or something. It wasn't like all these modern drugs that they are taking anymore. Of course. Of course you're right when you say they were not as modern as we have them then, but there were many as, 
at the time. No, there were not that many. There were very few. Maybe the population, uh, population is higher now. That's why we have so many. Actually, uh, if we were to look back in this, some of them, what we have today, were even then, like Mandrix, it was there in its natural form. But people didn't choose to take it. It's the mindset of a person, eh? It's the mindset of uh, an individual. Right. It's the mindset of any individual. So you're you, suggesting you, you choose, as the lady said, which part you choose. Yeah, so you're suggesting religion never had this influence? No. Okay. All right. I hear Thank you. you. Thank you very much, ma'am. Bye-bye. I appreciate it. All right. Let me try and see and read some texts there, if we can, on WhatsApp. One text reads, Wenanaya, Moses got it from Yahweh. Oh, you're over. Why are you always trying to be what Zuma called clever black? <laughs> Tell me when you cl- your colleagues read news saying the president said flags must be flown low. Should then the populace ignore the call? Naya, don't be too clever, man. I'm not quite sure what you're saying there, sir or madam. Uh, another text reads, good evening, sir. And then this person writes something else that I will not read on air. Thank you for that. And they continues to write, my view is, yes, religion is losing its relevance, especially places like the RCC. Roman Catholic Church. Okay, with all the scandal of the priests and young choir boys, false preachers, the greed and love of money has also hurt many churches. Religion is losing relevance, but relationship with Abba Father is not. Those who worship JC, I'm assuming JC means Jesus Christ, in spirit and truth. The lukewarm and carnal-minded are becoming more carnal and filthy with the smut of the world. And the righteous who hate what Father Yahweh hates, those who love his justice and await JC's redemption, are getting cleaner and closer as they loosen themselves from the yoke of a sick and dying world. The watchmen on God's wall are getting even more watchful as events of the world line up with Bible prophecy. Ex-Russia rising, America waning, Australia burning, mystery diseases breaking out, etc., etc. Yvonne Bennett in Moycloth, Pretoria East. Thank you very much, Yvonne. On Facebook, Gareth Stephen Yonker says, Yes, it has. This is mainly caused by the religious leaders who have trivialized religion. These leaders are desperate for celebrity status and have and have uh, forgotten the moral high ground the church has to hold in society. Religion and religious leaders were influential during the tough old days. Okay, back then religion was an escape of our harsh realities. Religion made us hold on to believing that life will get better. This days all we have is scammers and churches that scam people. I have heard many people say that they are happier at a tavern than at a church. That is a massive indictment on all religious across the board. The board. Uh, Percival van Veek. Evening now, yes, I believe so. The Constitution reigns supreme. On that note, we'll leave it right there. All right, uh, I'm going to say thank you very much to my guest, Ashwin Trikamji, President of the Hindu Mahasabha, and as well to my guest in the studio, Ipiling Tihali, Tihalilaya. All right, I'm sorry.
Africa, Dipiling Mutusi, an African Hebrew, currently studying Hebrew Israelite movement, and also Rastel Tau Haramanuba, president of the Rastafari United Front. From me, Nayulu Pondona, and the team, let's meet tomorrow night between 10 and midnight throughout the week on the Headspace. Until then, have a wonderful evening and Godspeed.